Today's dating world comes with a lot of BS. Ghosting, boring conversations, and endless first dates that don't go anywhere. It's complete BS, and it's got to stop. I'm your host, Kenna Renee, and Dating Without the BS gives you straight-to-the-point dating solutions so you can meet the exceptional partner waiting for you. So let's do it. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to take it slow when you're dating somebody that you're really excited about. We know that taking it slow is the quote-unquote right thing to do, but when our emotions are involved, when we're so excited about somebody, when it feels so great to be around them and be in their presence, we can lose our logic, let's be honest, and that makes sense. And so I want to give you a few ways to prevent yourself from doing that. So I was talking with a client about a guy that she's excited about. And when it comes to my clients, them being excited about a guy is like not enough. We also want to make sure that he's a logical, good fit. And so when we were talking about this guy, what she figured out was we were talking about the things that she knows about him. And she realized that there was a couple times that she could have asked him like a further question about something that he said. And it would have given her some, such a deeper understanding about who he is, about where he's at, he's at, and she chose not to. And so what I'm saying is it looks like this. Like he shared something about himself that made her go, huh, that's interesting, or made her like want more information. And she decided, I'm not going to poke, I'm not going to prod, I'm just going to like move right along. And being the brilliant woman that she is, when we were together, she was like, shoot, why didn't I ask him? Like, I'm sitting with you, Kenna, and I'm logically knowing it was the perfect opportunity. I see that it would have given me such, like, so much more information. It would have given me an accurate interpretation about who he is so that I could potentially not even spend more time with him if he's going to be a waste of time. And I didn't take that opportunity. And I was like, hey, it's okay. We don't ask because we don't want the fun to end. We think if we get serious... It'll stop being fun. We'll be perceived as too serious. We'll be perceived as too much. We want him to want to see us again. And so in that moment, we are feeling like having fun and continuing the fun is the safest route. And that makes a lot of sense. If you finally meet somebody after like 10 dates of not meeting anyone that you're excited about and you feel like there's a connection to him, You want that connection to last. You want him to want to see you again. Of course, it's going to feel risky to poke or ask a question that might make him uncomfortable. But ladies, what we forget is that we can be both. We can have fun and be playful and intelligent. I like to think of deeper topics as like just being myself. I'm intelligent. I pay attention. I carry a different perspective. I'm going to notice certain things that that guy tells me that's going to make me want more information about him. It's just who I am. And I believe that you're the same type of person. I believe you know you're intelligent. And maybe you haven't been able to experience what it feels like to have fun and go deep on a date. And I want to remind you that the men that you date deserve to see your layers. Think about what makes us feel really connected to somebody. Studies show that it's not just when we're having fun. Connection isn't just chemistry. Game-changing connection happens when there's some chemistry and fun and vulnerability. When the interaction can jump 
in and out of these experiences, I believe that's what, that's what creates a game-changing connection. That's what makes us walk away from a date and go, wow, I really want to be around that person again and I can't wait to be around them, them again. It was such a rich and rewarding experience. It was so multifaceted and in reality, you are multifaceted. So all of this leads me into our topic. How do you do the right thing? How do you take the right steps? How do you take the right pace with somebody that you really like? Well, it's gonna, you're going to want to do three things. First, adopt the mentality that going deep, when we think about like, oh, I, I could ask him a further topic I could, or I could ask him a further question about the topic that he just talked about. Remind yourself it's really just revealing your intelligence. Think about that. If a guy is talking to me about his family, his family, and he's like, oh, yeah, I've got brothers and sisters, and I'm the middle child. And then I ask him, you know, what was your experience like growing up as the middle child? Yes, that could be an uncomfortable topic, depending upon his experience with his family. But me going there is revealing who I am. It's showing him that I want to understand him. It's showing him that I don't stay on the surface. You are an intelligent woman and he deserves to see that. When we give little glimpses of who we are throughout the date, both him and yourself are getting the most accurate gauge of working out. So if I ask him, hey, what was your experience like being the middle child growing up? And that makes him physically uncomfortable. I know right then and there, we wouldn't work out because I like to ask these kinds of questions. I like to know this kind of information. If I shy away from who I am because it's going to make him uncomfortable, then him and I are getting a false representation of each other. Now, I don't mean to be 110% of who you are. But what I am saying is he should see your layers. Asking for clarification about something that he said is a brilliant piece of who you are. In fact, if he's not a person who shies away from it, you better believe he's going to be a person who's now more bought in on you. Because he's like, whoa, she's fun. And now I'm even more turned on by her. The second thing you're going to do is you're going to balance going deep with fun. You've heard me say this before. The number of serious questions should equal the number of dates that you've been on. Your serious questions should be about 10 to 25% of the entire date, depending on which date you're on. So if you've been on a serious topic for more than 10 minutes, ladies, we've got to change the subject. Now, sometimes it's a little hard because men are the ones who are carrying the serious questions. So I would say to him, hey, let's leave some of the serious stuff for another date. There's plenty of time to hear all the dirt and kind of just make a joke about it. And then you're going to change the topic. You can also give him the Cliff Notes version and then tell him like, yeah, if we keep seeing each other, I'll give you more of the details later down the road. But for now, this is kind of like who I am. This is kind of that story. So if you're talking about an ex, you can say something like, you know what? It was a really um, tumultuous relationship. I'm really glad that I got out of it. It's helped me grow and become the woman that I am today. It's helped me know the things that I know today. And it's helped me go create a better relationship for myself today. If we keep talking, I'll give you more of the details, Len. But for now, like, that's pretty much the things that you need to know. And this is not shady. 
This is holding a boundary for yourself. This is protecting your heart and your information from somebody that you don't know that you can fully trust yet. This is attractive and you get to ch- the chance to see if he's a guy that can respect you and not push. Is he a guy who's okay with not getting his, his way? Is he okay um, being somebody that can see that there's a boundary being put up and he honors it? And third, you're going to want to create structure. So if you really like somebody, there's a easy, easy tendency to want to spend all your time with them. There's an easy tendency to want to stop dating other people. There's also a tendency to text him throughout the entire day. So you've got to create some structure. How long will you text him throughout the day? Are you going to keep seeing other people? How many times a week will you see him? In order to take it slow with somebody that you really like, you've got to create structure and guidelines for the first four weeks of dating. That's the most important time to do it. If you want the relationship to succeed, you need to know that creating structure is going to help things. You will be creating an environment for the relationship to succeed instead of seeing where it goes, which usually when we do that, it goes nowhere. What it comes down to is when we don't want the fun to end is when you abandon what you need. Yes, you need to have fun, but you also need to make sure that you're giving the time to somebody, you're giving your time to somebody who's a balance of exciting and a logically good fit. That's when you're using your time wisely. I think that's the true definition of dating and not wasting time is when you're like, yeah, he's exciting and that's great. I'm glad he checks that box. But now I need to go do my job and fulfill my responsibility in making sure that he's an actual good fit. So pay attention to when you push, you push anything serious aside. Pay attention when he says something that makes you go, huh, and you go, well, it's okay. I'll just find out later. Get curious with yourself about what you're afraid of. What are you afraid is going to happen if you would have pushed, if you would have asked for more details, if you would have asked him what he means. Pay attention if you're checking in with yourself about what do I need to know about him next, right? So oftentimes we think we're just going to find out all the information we need to know only to wind up three months, six months into a relationship with somebody and you're like, wait a second, why didn't I see those things? And you're like caught off guard or you're caught up, you're like you're surprised. And it's like, We actually had all this time to figure it out and we just didn't intentionally ask ourselves like what do I need to know about him next? What do I need to know about this person in order for me to ensure that I'm making a really great decision in giving him my time? So it's not just about the chemistry. It's about the logically logical awareness that like oh he is an alignment character-wise, value-wise with what I'm looking for. When you do this, you are taking care of what you need. You need to ensure that you're giving your time to somebody, yes, that there is chemistry with and a connection with, but that is a logical good fit for your life. That is most important and that matters and it comes up in the questions that we sometimes avoid because we don't want the fun to end. So my encouragement is be the intelligent woman who can do both, who says, you know what? I understand how to do both. Most of the date's going to be fun. 90%, 80% is going to be fun. And 20% is going to be about making sure that he's logically who I need a man to be. 
And then I'm ensuring, I'm doing, holding up my end of the bargain to ensure that I'm going to get the relationship that I deserve, that I, I'm going to get the relationship that I've worked so hard for. I'm taking that responsibility. And when you do that, that is something to be damn, damn proud of. If you want some help with this, you know that you can reach out to me. Share this with somebody else who needs it. I'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, if you want to create a memorable dating experience that leads to the man you want to do life with in just six months, it's time for a coach and we need to chat. Send me a message at kennarenee.co at gmail.com or on Instagram at thekennarenee. Thank you.